Welcome to Women's Leadership Today, presented by Progressive Women's Leadership. We're your hosts. I'm Michelle. And I'm Nicolette. We're bringing you the latest in leadership development. Every month at Progressive Women's Leadership, we have a different theme. June's theme is collaboration. Yeah, this is a great one, Nicolette. I'm really happy that we're starting off with this one because collaboration can be such a real struggle in the workplace. And it doesn't matter where you work, if you work with three people, 30 other people. And typically we don't get to choose our coworkers and working together with others isn't always easy. And you know, I've been with our organization for gosh, almost 20 years now. And I feel so fortunate that we have such a great dynamic team. But I will tell you back in my day, I have certainly worked with some very challenging individuals to say <laughs> the least. Oh my goodness. I think I was even telling, I was even telling you about um, one I was thinking of when we were planning today's event. And this was a woman that she'd been with, uh, with the company I was with before long time, great at her job. She really excelled at her job, but the challenge was when it was came to working with other people and she would get, you know, a bee in her bonnet um and unfortunately there was an issue we didn't see eye to eye on i remember very well i don't remember the issue i just remember that we didn't really see eye to eye on a particular issue it was okay handled it professionally but as i was managing my team i started to notice a real shift where before we'd come in say good morning you know kind of chit chat about our day our weekend you know, go back and forth before diving in, all of a sudden the mood kind of shifted where I'd come in and my team would, they'd say good morning, they were courteous, they were polite, uh, but that was it. Yeah. You know, so not anything I could really put my thumb on or really complain about. They did their job. But it, I really noticed a shift in the vibe and it was, you know, it was a little upsetting and disconcerting. And, but again, not anything could really challenge them on because yes, technically they still were doing their job and they were still, you know, courteous and polite, but boy, you know, when that happens, it can really impact your team dynamic. And I felt that we just didn't have that same flow. And before when we would get together and brainstorm ideas and have that really dynamic back and forth, we just didn't have it at that same level and we just yeah. weren't getting the same results. And it was just a real, real shame. So that unfortunately was, you know, certainly an example of where, you know, team collaboration was, um, you know, that dynamic was hurt. How about you? I'm sure you've, you've dealt with situations like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had tons of different jobs um, over the last few years um, in many, many different industries. And I know for sure uh, I was I had this one job at the deli counter at a grocery store um, and there was really this um, rough 
back and forth, this uh, us versus them mentality. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, as uh, as Ashley Cox would have said in her last presentation, the us versus them kind of kind of deal. This was like the perfect example of that. Um, day shift versus night shift. If you've ever worked in an industry where there's a day shift and a night shift, I'm sure that you've seen this dynamic, right? Uh, night shift didn't clean up properly, day shift didn't pro set up properly, and then all of a sudden we're just butting heads all the time. Now, I had the unique position because I was in school of working both day shift and night shift since I had such a um, up in the air schedule. So I know um, I knew people on each side and I had a relationship with uh, work coworkers on each side of the of the dynamic. And I know for day shift, they really didn't like this one woman that was mostly on night shift all the time. She was a full time mm -hmm. worker. She handled most of the night shift. Um and they would always, you know, I'd get in there and they'd always start chitty chatting, saying about how she wasn't doing her job. She wasn't cleaning up properly. Um, and every single day it seemed to get more and more venomous. Now, I, I worked on night shift as well. So I had gotten to know this woman. But, you know, I, I've been in situations where the gossip gets really bad. And, you know, I'm not above gossip. I have been there before. <laughs> And I, you know, yeah, like if I hadn't worked on night shift, I might have gotten dragged into this and, you know, gotten into that kind of dynamic where it was like, yeah, you know, she left this, this and this. And and because it's, you know, as humans, we naturally want to fit in. We naturally want to form cliques, you know, and when that gossip is happening, if I was just on day shift, I might have fallen into that and, you know, bonded with them over that. Um, which is something that happens all the time, just naturally, even if we don't realize we're doing it. Not necessarily because we're bad people, but just because, you know, we want to fit in. Um, but I had had the unique experience of getting to know everyone, having a relationship with everyone on the team. Um, and because of that, I felt really bad about what was happening, um, this back and forth between night shift. And I had gotten to know the, the woman on night shift and she was very, very nice. She was very kind um, and she worked really hard. But, you know she would be saying the same stuff at night. She would be like, those day shift girls, they don't set anything up. They don't leave anything clean for us, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, you know, it was kind of hard for me to go back and forth between the two shifts. And, I, you know, there were times where it made me so uncomfortable. I had to just stand up and say like, you know, maybe we shouldn't, you know, <laughs> we shouldn't be gossiping. We shouldn't be going back and forth. There was a uh, not so nice word I wanted to use there, but <laughs> um, and kind of stand up for each other. You know what I mean? Uh, and the company really didn't do much to to foster better communication between the two teams. I mean, the only interaction the two sides had was when the day shift was clocking out, the night shift was clocking in. So nobody really chatted. Nobody really got along. I mean, you know, the night shift girl would walk in the day shift girls would roll their eyes and <laughs> that was the most interaction they had. And I was thinking like, if they had just gotten to know each other a little bit, if they've just had a chance to form a relationship, I feel like it would have been, you know, so much more pleasant that work experience. And I feel like we might've even worked a little harder to set things up for each other, to make sure that things were the way we wanted. Like if the day shift girls had been able to sit down and have a conversation with her and said like, we really would prefer if you left it like this, um, it makes us easier for us in the morning. And she could have said, I would prefer if you did this way. Um, I feel like there, it would have been a more pleasant work experience, but in reality, it was really stressful at the end of the day with all that gossip and, and that, you know, especially because I knew all the women equally. 
Yeah. And you see that a lot. Like you said, you know, that us versus them and it could be anything night shift, day shift, um, you know, accounts, payable, payroll, yeah. um, you know, front of house, back of house and editor, social media, (laughs) (laughs) I can really create that toxic environment. I mean, the good thing I think we're really seeing these days is that a lot of companies are putting a lot of effort to really try to build a strong company culture. And it's really important to focus on that relationship building. So in that example, if that company had focused on that relationship building, you know, not night shifts, not day shift, we're all on the same team, we're working towards the same goal, that could have really made a a difference. In my example too, you know, uh, perhaps, you know, looking hindsight, um, perhaps even I should have stepped up and said, you know what, let's take a look and let's do some more relationship building. What can we do to get that, you know, that collaborative spirit back? And one thing I've been hearing a lot of lately, as I'm sure you have, is, you know, the impact of working remotely. So yes. everyone worked together and last couple of years we were apart and then now maybe we're still apart, we're on Zoom, we're on Teams, or we're in a couple days a week. And talk about this us versus them, you know, you might have your Monday, Wednesday on-site people, and then you've got your Tuesday, Thursday on-site people. Yes. (laughs) A new kind of us versus them. Now it stays the week. Yeah. And I know that Um, that program that Ashley Cox did for us recently, she really had some great tips um, that folks can use and that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that her tips on, on um, like with the us versus them, I think her tips on, first of all, listening without judgment. I thought that Mm. like that one blew my mind. I was like, how many times have I walked into a supervisor's office or even in a conversation with another teammate? And you can just tell in their eyes that they're not listening to you. They're just <laughs> waiting for you to be done so they can make your their point. You know what I mean? That listening without judgment can be huge. I know I worked at this one company and they really did um, team building really well. I know a, a friend of mine uh, works at a company where they do whole days dedicated to team building um, or they used right. to before the pandemic. Um, now they're hybrid and it's a little bit more difficult, but this company didn't put a whole lot of like set aside time for team building, but they did these little things that really made a huge difference. They would do these all hands meetings. The CEO would come in and when he talked to you, it really felt like he was listening to your ideas. I mean, I was, you know, I was a lowly paint booth cleaner. (laughs) I was basically a maid, right? And when I would say something in a meeting, the way he looked at you and the way he took it in, you could tell that he was listening and understanding where you were coming from. He'd respond in a way that made you felt listened to. And even if my ideas weren't put in place, it made me feel like I was part of the team, which really made a huge difference in the way I felt about that job. I mean, job-wise, I liked my job at the deli better, but you know, the stuff I was doing, I didn't really like cleaning paint booths, but I liked working for this company so much better. It was such a more pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. And even when I spoke like with my own coworkers, everyone kind of got to, everyone was in their own position. They were in their own sections in the factory. 
but you could move around. You could help out other sections. And actually it was expected of you. If somebody asked you for help, you were expected to go over there and do what you could to help them out. And nobody complained. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. <laughs> Most of us didn't complain. And it was just a really pleasant experience. I think that listening without judgment is huge. So huge. Like, have you ever experienced someone who was kind of talking at you instead of to you? Oh, yes, absolutely. And you're right. When you feel like someone is really actively listening to you, really engaged, it 100% makes all the difference. And it's something that we should be doing every day, whether it's with yes, yes. our employees, our peers, our higher ups, um, or our families, our kids. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Outside, it makes all the difference. And one of the tips, Ashley, I had mentioned that I also really liked was like getting to know, you know, getting to know your team members. Yes. And I think it's so easy, you know, especially when you're under pressure, you're stressed, you have deadlines, you know, you, you come in the morning, you, you want to just jump in. It's so easy just to get caught up and go, hi, morning. Okay, let's jump in. Let's get to it. But you really do need to take those couple of minutes to say, good morning. How's your day? And with a genuine interest, not just, hey, how are you? Okay, let's go. It's like you were saying, it's like that. It's truly listening and engaging and being present. Um, being present is such an important factor when it comes to relationship building and collaboration, just being all in, in the moment, being there for them, which is so difficult sometimes because oh, yeah. we're thinking like, oh, I know those emails. I've got to get that report. I know I have 30 messages <laughs> sitting there waiting to be returned. But if we can just stop, pause and be there in the moment. And I also how like how Ashley talked about um, being transparent. So big. Yes, and yes. and it's okay. You know, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to fail. We all do it. Own up to it. It's fine. But what I find is so important is also letting your, your team members feel comfortable when it comes to making mistakes, giving your team yes, opportunities yes. to fail. And that's all part of the collaboration. And if one person makes a mistake, that's okay. That's what the rest of us are there for to, you know, help spot it, help find a solution. And work together, you know, to, to problem solve. I think we just get so siloed so too easily in yes. our own roles um, that we forget to, you know, to reach out to our, our team members and give them a, a hand. Yeah, I know. Uh, I love that term that the, comp that the uh, company uses, the silos. Um, I've never thought about it that way, but it just clicked when I first heard it. I was like, yeah, that is kind of how it goes. Everybody kind of gets stuck, you know, especially when you're working in an office situation, you can get really sucked into your own cubicle and just forget about the rest of the world. And I know, you know, I'm an introvert. So when I come into the office, I just want to sit down and do my work, get it done and go home. But <laughs> there's a lot to be said for those moments where you start to learn things about your coworkers. And that thing you were saying about, um, you know, accepting when people make mistakes and being present and being, mm -hmm. you know, willing to help people and understand where they're coming from, treating people like people, you know what I mean? There's always going to be human error yeah. where none of us are perfect. And I think that it's so important as well to be honest and to admit when you've made mistakes. I know I've been in jobs where, 
you know, if I make a mistake, I'm, I'm afraid to bring it up. I'm just trying to cover it up as fast as possible, fix the issue so that my, you know, my supervisor doesn't find out. But I think like when you're working with a team, when there's good collaboration, you feel safe to be honest and say, hey, I really messed this up. What do you guys think? Um, how can you, how can we work this out together? That like, um, that help each other out mentality, you know, that, that whole, like, um, when I worked for another company, they had this whole, there's no such thing as that's not my job. And a lot of people would take that as like, oh yeah, they just want us to do more work for free. But I think that mentality should really be more, not that you're taking on more work, not that you're doing the work of other people, but that you're available, like you were saying, present and able to help people if they ask, not to respond to them. If they come to you and say, hey, I made a mistake or, hey, I've got too much on my plate. Is there anything you can do? You know, not to respond with that. That's not my job, which I have heard before. <laughs> oh, so we all have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even from supervisors, you know what I mean? Which, you know, a lot of times you, you feel like they're supposed to be there to help you out. And sometimes they're just like, you know, find a different way or, or figure it out. I've heard that one too. Figure it out. That's my least favorite <laughs> phrase because I'm like, like I haven't already tried. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that being present, that being available and, um, being available to help your team members out when they need it. That's really the kind of stuff that builds that solid foundation. I mean, the team we work in now is phenomenal. I don't think I'd ever be nervous to say, hey, I messed something up. And I have already <laughs> just working here since April. Um, and every single time that happens, I bring it to the team and it's immediately a brainstorming session. Nobody's saying like, why'd you do that? Or how did you mess that up? You know what I mean? It's always like immediately, like, let's see what we can do to fix it. Absolutely. You're right. We have such an amazing team. I feel so fortunate. And what really gets me excited is our collaboration. And, you know, and we do it remotely. You know, I have the time. I don't know if someone's in you know, the office or are they at home unless I know their their backgrounds, you know, what I see behind yeah. them. But just that um, team dynamic, that collaboration, that's what gets me excited. You know, the bouncing the ideas, like you're saying, you know, we work in such a great safe workspace where we feel it. It's, yes. it's okay. If it goes wrong. That's not the focus. We jump on, you know, what can we do to rectify the situation, turn it around. And then after, well, what did we learn for it? You know, maybe we change yes. our policies. Maybe we do something different to prevent it. And then sometimes there's those things that just, you can't, you know, no, no matter how hard you play, <laughs> stuff, stuff happens, but absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's what I really like in a workplace is that collaboration, that working together. I'm, I'm great working on my own, you know, head down for a few hours, but I need that interpersonal connection, yeah. that communication. And that's what really gets me excited, me pumped up is, you know, bouncing those ideas, working together. And it's really, and it's fun. We did the right way. It's fun. Yes. Like, you know, in our weekly meetings, we have, we, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, a little too much sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes too much fun. <laughs> sometimes we'll plan an hour long meeting and uh, just, just do team building, which like I said, actually turns out to be better in the long run. Like, especially since we're doing this hybrid slash work from home kind of situation right now. Um, I know that the company's really concerned about the company culture and trying to get everyone in, but I think that we're handling, our team at least is handling it like champs, really. I feel like I know people better 
in our hybrid situation. And I've known a lot of my past coworkers in every day in the office situations. And I know that the transition can be really, really hard. Like I said, that one friend of mine has her job used to dedicate a lot of actual time days, set aside days for team building. And with the switch to hybrid, they haven't had the opportunity to kind of get everyone together in the office at the same time to do that anymore. And my friend has noticed a huge shift in like the temperament of the office. Like mm. people are bickering. No, nobody's getting along as well as they should have been, especially because during the pandemic, they brought in a lot of new people and they haven't done mm. a whole lot of team building since then. And it, it does. It makes a huge difference. This this company she's been working at, you know, for the last 15, 20 years, and she's had a great time. Now she's thinking of leaving because she's like, it's the, the temperature in the office has just dropped. It's cold now. Nobody is friends like they used to be. Nobody cares about each other like they used to be. And, you know, you know, sometimes she blames it on the hybrid situation or, um, you know, if your team's facing the same thing, you might say, if we were all in the office, this wouldn't have happened. But our team's hybrid and some of us are fully remote right now. And I think we're doing an excellent job. I mean, like I said, I know some of some of you guys better than I've ever known my past coworkers. And I think just taking that little bit of time, even if it's over Zoom, to get to know your coworkers, to really come together and just have a good time. I think that makes all the difference. Yeah. And as I say, you know, and I think um, such a big difference for our group is that we, even though it might be meeting on Zoom, we're still taking that time. We're setting that specific time aside for that team building. And then we set additional time aside, you know, to then to jump in and tackle those projects. So then when we yes. are focused on, you know, an end goal, we're so productive because we set yes. aside, we did that team work, we have that trust and that's such a big factor of it. We we know each other, we trust each other. We know we're all in it a hundred percent. We can rely on each other because again, we took that time. And I love working with teams on um, Zoom. You know, I'm... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can almost open up more because I'm there, you know, interacting with everyone. I'm in the comfort in my own workspace. So it's kind of that, yes. you know, that, you know, kind of that win-win situation. So I know that doesn't work for everyone, but for, you know, our folks out there who are working either remotely or in a hybrid situation, we're a testament that it can work very, very well and it can even be better because for some you know working remotely is just the best situation um yeah. or for them personally and you know they're happier more productive and they're gonna be more active engaged team members absolutely yeah, yeah i i 100 percent agree with you on that um i yeah i i <laughs> I think that that it's it's great that we know each other so well that we can work so closely together. And like you said, that we're present, that we're available for each other, for sure. I think that helps an awful, awful lot. Um, you know, different tools with the remote workspace, the Zoom, the Slack is really good for us. Um, and I think humanizing each other helps a lot. I, I love on Slack when like people share pictures of their kids and they talk <laughs> about different, you know, places they're going on vacation. It, it humanizes us. It makes us feel like we're friends instead of just coworkers, um, which I think just, it, it kills it for me. It just makes it all, all the better. Um, 
Michelle, we could really go on and on <laughs> forever about this. I know tons of stories when it comes to collaboration, um, but we do want to wrap this up uh, with, with some good time here. We don't want to keep everyone on for too long. Um, there's plenty of people who can relate to what we said today. I think we can agree that making that effort to build those relationships ac across your team, but also across the company can make a huge difference when it comes to collaboration in the workplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'd like to thank everyone for joining us today on Women's Leadership Today. Uh, please keep an eye out for our next, next episode where I'll be interviewing one of our expert speakers, Cheryl Grazer. Cheryl is a lot of fun. She's a real who. She has some great stories and experiences she wants to share with us, um, you know, focusing on when collaboration goes well, some examples when it might not go so well. And also, of course, she'll have some great tips that we can all use in our own workplace. So thank you, Nicolette. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Yes. Have a great day, Michelle. Thank you, Nicolette. Bye.